you for listening to this message from Life in the Sun Christian Fellowship. We hope you'll be inspired to honor God and make disciples. Good morning, everybody. I was driving, going to church, and the Holy Spirit started singing to me. Can we sing that today? Everybody, Malik? Let's sing it. One, two, go. Half a day, total Malik. How are you? Yes. Half a day, total Malik. Thank you. Yeah. Half a day. Half a day. Half a, half a, half a, half a day. Half a day. <laughs> you know, God is awesome, amen. God is wonderful. You know, we're just driving in and I think God wants to encourage each and every one of us this morning. And he has a wonderful plan today. And I'm so excited to share the word of God today. And first and foremost, I would like to thank Pastor Mark for the opportunity for me to speak today. Um, And for you guys, my name is Elmore. I'm one of the leaders here at the church. I oversee our worship team and also our church plant in Micronesia and beyond. God is so good. And Pastor Mark talked about last week about the canon. It's not the camera thing. I thought it was the camera. I was looking at my camera. But it's a canon. It's the word of God. It's a canon of scriptures. Okay. And today, I will talk about the sufficiency of the word of God. Say sufficiency. The Bible says that heaven and earth will pass away. But my word will still remain. That's incredible hawk there. You know, the word of God is strong. Amen. The word of God is truth. The word of God is stable. And we hold on to it till our very last breath. He is wonderful. Let's go to the next slide, please. The Bible is all we need to equip us for a life of faith and service. Dr. Wayne Gruden gives a definition of the sufficiency of the scripture in his book, Systematic Theology. The sufficiency of the scriptures means that scripture contained all the words of God. He intended his people to have at each stage of redemptive history. And now, that is now, now contains everything we need. God to tell us for salvation, for trusting him perfectly, and for obeying him perfectly. So the Bible is sufficient. Uh, it provided for us. It, it gives us the... Uh, the way for salvation, for trusting Him perfectly every day. Say every day. Can we trust God only Monday? No, every day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every day. All the days of our lives, we trust in Him. And we thank you. We thank God for the salvation. We thank God for He loves us. He gave His Son to us according to the living word. And obeying Him perfectly. Amen? We could be doing a lot of sacrifices here and there, but we are not obedient. We are not really, you know, counted for. Amen? Now, I want to show you a video. This video is about contending for the faith. And it's kind of a little bit, you know, comedy and everything, but it makes sense that this little girl is really fighting for the faith. Let's play it. Put 
Prof, good afternoon, sir. Ah, good, good afternoon. afternoon, sir. Ah, Prof, good afternoon. How are you? Fine, Fine sir. sir. Fine, sir. What are you people drinking? This is fresh yo. Fresh yo is back. Yes, sir. Fresh yo is back. That's nice. Eh, <laughs> Mark Angel, I heard you just won the YouTube Gold Award. Is that true? Yes, yes sir. Wow, you people really try, you know. Thank you, sir. It's God, though. It's God that is doing everything for us, sir. Yes, sir. It's God. God? Which God? Our God. Your God. Where is your God? Our God is in heaven. Can you see your God? No. Can you touch your God? No. Then, there is no God. Eh? Science has proven it. That anything you cannot see or touch does not exist. So, you don't have a God. What's that? Are you a graduate? I am a professor. Professor? Excuse <laughs> me. How do you know there is no God? Common sense. I use my sense. Where is your sense? My sense is up here. Can you see your sense? No. Can <laughs> you touch your sense? No. That means there is no sense. Hmm? <laughs> yes. Because according to sense, anything you cannot see or touch does not exist. So, you don't have sense. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can we give the Lord a shout of praise on that? Amen. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, we will encounter that. But the word of God, once again, is strong. Our God is strong. Our God is greater. Our God makes the impossibility possible. What is impossible to man is possible to God. Brothers and sisters, we serve a mighty God. We serve a living God. And it's in his written word. It's in the Bible. Amen? I would like to call on the chosen gen. Can we give them a hand? These are my volunteers. Yeah, give him a hand. Yeah. Woo! Okay, I want you guys, because I, I was like, you know, coaching them. Okay, gonna line up over here. Next one. Okay, I want you guys on a straight line facing me, but you know, get ready, you know, like a, what do you call that in football? Uh, brother Leonard, how do you do that? Because he's a football player, you know, like, like that, right? Or something like that, okay? All right, I am the human being, I, am, I represent the humanity. Okay, human, they are the word of God against me. Wow. Okay, why don't you guys go like this? I'm gonna try to this. I'm gonna try to push all of you. Make sure don't lose. Okay, cause you know. Okay, make sure right. Cause if they fall, man, oh Lord, we we need to pray. And then I will have a lot of Elijah house counseling later on. Pastor, <laughs> they fall. I need healing. Okay. All right, go like this, brother. So they are the word of God. They're strong, right? I will try. As a human human being, I will try. There's it's natural. There's people wants to what? To destroy the word of God, right? Amen. People want to distort the word of God, and that's what I'm going to do. You ready? Marriage, you know, marriage, 
It can be Adam and Steve. Mm. Adam and Steve. Oh, no. oh, man, too strong. Too strong. <sighs> you know what? Somebody hurt me so much. I can never forgive. Oh, but before that, before that, let's rewind. It's not Adam and Steve. The Bible says what? Marriage is between man and a woman. That's the word of God. Next one. I don't want to forgive anybody. That's, that person is so... He stabbed me on the back. Ten times and many times. I cannot forgive that person. I cannot forgive. The Bible says, how many times we forgive if our brother sins against us? 77 times 7. And then I was asking God, so how can man win? Or how can man distort the word of God? What do they do? I said, Lord, what's, what's happening in here? He told me, Elmore, one thing is the free will. Oh. Man can choose to follow the word of God. Or, never mind, I'm going to go on my way. So what happens now? I will do what I want. What I want, what my will is. I'm not going to forgive. You know, I'm not going to believe the Bible. It's my way. Amen. Free will. God did not create us to be like robots. God created us to have relationship with us. God loves us. God loves you and me. God wants to have that ultimate connection and relationship. And uh, can you please put on the, uh, the next slide? This is, how many know, appreciate uh, Pastor Billy Graham? Amen. Man of God, my hero. I was six years old when I saw him on television in the Philippines. I was crying, you know, about, you know, the salvation about the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, our society strives to avoid. Say avoid. Oh, I don't want to mention the word of God. They might get offended. Any possibility of offending anyone except God. Right? It does make sense. People, we want, oh, I don't want to share the word of God. They might get offended. But they're not afraid to offend God. They, they... Amen? Next slide, please. And it was us to live godly life. Next slide. Second Peter 1, 3 to 4 says, His divine power has granted us all things that pertains to life and godliness. By which he has granted us to his precious and very great promises. So that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. Next slide please. Mounts translates the proposition by which Greek diadea as by means of which God has freely given to us his precious and splendid promises. This primary preposition denotes the channel of an act, the ground of reason why which something is done. Through God's precious promises, we can live what? Godly life, an excellent life. Now, this chosen gen have their own verses. Uh, can I have a microphone? This is my beautiful wife, Jennifer. Uh, I won first prize and she won consolation prize. <laughs> right? That's why pastors... Pastor uh, June comes here. Man, bro, I didn't know that God has favorites, man. 
I know, I know, I know. I know. I know, eh? Tomorrow is the best. I really think so. Because when you ask them, he said, I know, right? Uh, all right. Do we have batteries on it? Okay, I think it's... Go to the word and... Okay. So Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and, and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thank you. Amen, Lord. I received that. In Jesus' name. Will you receive it? All right. Next one. Thank you very much, brother. You can go down. Thank you. This is Lester, one of our campus ministers. Uh, this is Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Thank you very much. Amen. Next one. This is Paul. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, and the old has gone, the new is here. Amen. Last one. This is Sierra, our worship leader for Chosen Gen. And she's also a student on University of Guam. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thank you very much. Okay, hold the mic. Let's go to the next slide, please. So that's living what? Godly lives. There's only sample verse in the Bible. There's some more. Tons of it in the Bible. To equip us for every good work. Say, everybody has to say it. To equip us for every good work. God wants us to have that, you know, the fruit, the fruit that God has upon us. It's not coming out of our own uh, self thing. But the, the best fruit that coming out from our lives is the Lord working in us. It's the Lord in us. The Word of God was just solid in our hearts. And once that solidness and uh, things, the Lord is in our heart, it's just the fruit. It's just, you're just spilling the greatness and the goodness of God in our lives. Amen? Now, let's talk about to equip us to, for every good work. Second slide, please. Second Timothy 3, 16, 17. All scripture. Say all scripture. How many skip uh, when it comes to the, what called that? The Chronicles and the Sun and the 2003 and the Son of Elmore and the Son. You know, sometimes they go all like, okay, it's too long. But wait, it's the Word of God, right? Amen. Keep on reading. It's, all Scripture is read out by God. Say, read out by God. Let's all read it. And profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That the man of God will be complete, equipped for every good work. Okay. Now, brother, read the verse um, for our good work. Galatians 6, 9 through 10. Let us not become weary in doing good, for the proper time will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Don't give up. Say, don't give up. Therefore... As we have an opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Say all people. All people. Oh, only my friends. <laughs> only my, my, you know, all people. But it says there, especially to whom? Yes, us. Amen. 
This is Darlene, also one of our students from University of Guam. Matthew 5:16. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Okay, uh, Help me, Lord. Yeah. This is 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Amen. Can we give him a hand? Amen. Thank you. Before I move on to my conclusion, I'm going to give you a personal testimony about the sufficiency of the Word of God. I grew up in the Philippines. It's about in Sinaloan, Laguna, Philippines. It's about three-hour drive from Manila, south of Manila. And my parents are both educators. My father is an instructor in college in uh, native language. And my mom was an English uh, instructor. My mom is an English professor, but man, man I, I didn't get it. <laughs> man, under the tutelage of my mom. But, you know, I, I didn't get it. But anyways... My favorite part of the week is going to church, Sunday school. I always go to Sunday school, you know, learn about God, singing songs. If Christ in my vessel, I could smile at the storm, smile at the storm. You know, I learned all of those things growing up. And then when I was fourth grade, I was uh, so sick. They call it typhoid, typhoid fever. My fever doesn't want to go down, and I was not sleeping for three days. I could hear my grandma. My, my, during that time, my mom is working in Nigeria as a teacher, as an English teacher. And also during that time, my dad wants to visit my mom, so I was missing my parents. There's no, nothing I could, you know. So I was so sick, and I was looking for them, and I, and I could hear my grandma, I'm about, you know, I, I'm about to go. And I could hear my grandma, you know, my grandma is a, a very deep Christian, and she was crying, oh my, she was on her knees, my Lord, please, have mercy on my, my grandson, Elmore, oh, you could hear her crying out from, because we live in a two-story uh, house, and you could hear her from her basement, and she was crying out for me. Lord, please, my son, my grandson, Lord, you know, in Tagalog. Lord, help my grandson, please. And then, ah, my auntie, no, they're Christians. <laughs> Let's call Surujano. Okay, a witch doctor, you know. In, in our Philippines, we call it uh, albulario. So they call it in. He came in, I was so sick, and then he started pinching my nerves over here. And I started to cry, like, ah! And then the Surahana says, that's the demon! <laughs> that's the demon! <laughs> See, he's crying out, he's going to come out! No, you're pinching me too hard! <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then he put something in here, you know, and then uh, like a paper wax, and then I could see like, oh, that's the duende, that's the little thing. 
and then my grandfather, also a Christian. See, when you mix a cult and Christianity, it doesn't go, it doesn't go well, right? Amen? He cannot. What darkness and light? Nothing. He cannot. And then my grandfather stood up. Man, you guys are nuts. Let's bring him to the hospital right now. And then my grandpa, you know, carried me and he was like crying, you know, because I was like skin and, you know, like really ready to go to heaven. <laughs> so are you carrying me? I cannot even walk. No power. And, then they get, and the hospital. On the fourth day, I was still not sleeping and my eyes are open and I was hallucinating. I could see some people there, but there's none. That's how you, when you're, and then that night I was so tired. I am about to give up. I was in fourth grade and I said, Lord, am I going to die? You know, but the Bible verse that came up to me in Tagalog means, ang sino man sa inyo ang nangangailangan ng tulong, manalangin ka. In English means any one of you in trouble, he should pray. So that's what I did. Lord, I'm so tired. I just wanted, am I going to die? I'm so tired. The Lord came on my bed with huge hands. And he said, son, nope, you're not going to die. You have many more things to do in my kingdom. And then following day, I was eating. I was getting better and better and better. And that was 35 years ago. So the significance, the sufficiency of the word of God will help us through tough times. Will help us when, when, when the wall is against us. Go to the word of God. Amen? In conclusion, let's go to the next slide, please. Redeemer. Next slide. The redemptive plan of God of the scriptures can only be accomplished in his scripture promised. Redeemer Jesus Christ. In John 5, 39, 40, Jesus claims that all of scriptures ultimately talks about him. And that even Abraham, the Jew's forefather, was anticipating his coming and his working. Next slide, please. Jesus. This Jesus of the Bible is the only one. The only one. Say the only one. Of the Bible is the only one who can make us sinful people finally and truly acceptable to God. By cleansing us from all sins. Say all sins. Whether discernible by us or not. I.e. hidden. Declaring us blameless and innocent of great transgression. Jesus Christ has paid the price. No matter you've been through. No matter who you are. When Jesus is in your heart. All the things are paid for. It's gone because in front of us, when we go to heaven, he will not see Elmore who is very, he will not see Elmore who is so sinful and, and everything, but he will see Jesus in front of each and every one of us. He will just say, Dad, I got this. Then the Lord will just say, Come, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Amen. Let's go to the next slide. Every follower of Christ can be complete, proficient, ready. And thoroughly equipped for every good work when the scriptures are used for instructions. Let's all run to the scriptures for instruction. For conviction of sin. For correction of error and restoration to obedience. For training in righteousness. Learning to live in conformity of God's will. Both publicly and privately. Behaving honorably with personal integrity and more courage. Amplified Bible. Let's go to the next slide, please. 
to ensure our eternal inheritance. Next slide. Psalm 119, 111, ESV. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. The word heritage, Hebrew, nashal, here means inheritance, possession, or property. The great precious promises that Peter identifies in his letter is the power of God through the Holy Spirit being part of divine nature, our eternal life in heaven. Next slide, please. Conclusion, John 20, 30, 31. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have eternal life. This is a true story uh, before we go to, uh, to our ministry. Uh, we're going to be um, ministering to you. I will call on the prophetic team to come up here. And in my life, God is real, totally real. And God uses signs for us to believe in him. Amen? I was a missionary in Saipan for two years. I was raising my support in New York City, very hard. I only have $200 on my savings. And the Lord says, you have to propose to Jennifer. Wow. Lord, she's so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But no money, no honey. <laughs> I was struggling. Honey. No money. I was really struggling. Lord, I have $200. I don't even have a, uh, a money to buy the engagement ring. And then I just said, Lord, I just let it go. I'm just going to let it go. I'm, I'm just going to call it off. Probably another two, three years. And maybe, hey, what's up, Jen? I have money now. Let's go. I'm ready. I have to. <laughs> I'm about to lay down on my bed. Then suddenly the audible voice of God yelled at me. You know the many waters? If you don't marry Jennifer, my daughter, you are disobeying me. Okay, yes, yes, Lord, yes. <laughs> this is a true story for me. I was really shaking. The first time to hear the audible voice of God in my life. The following day, Marlon Legaspi called me up. Hey, champ, I haven't supported you in your ministry. What do you need, bro? I need a ring. Okay, let's go buy it. <laughs> and then that night... My pastor uh, from New Jersey came, hey, Elmore, we, can you lead worship on our young professionals? We were doing worship and everything. Okay. After the worship, we, you know, we worship God and everything. Guys, Elmore going back to Guam as a missionary in the beautiful island of Pan. Can we do an, you know, love offering for our brother? So I just, they put it in an envelope and I came home, you know, I just came home, put it in my pocket. And then when I opened it up, it's $1,200. <laughs> so I have money. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get married, <laughs> but I have money to buy something for, you know, Jen's, uh, she, she's a single mom. I have a time to buy for the kids and you know, to bless other kids. Amen? So God is real, amen? And God wants to bless you today. 